Fantasy Football Happy Hour with Matthew Berry, served by Applebee's. Welcome to the Fantasy Football Happy Hour, day five in Vegas. I'm Connor Rogers alongside Matthew Berry and Jay Croucher. We got a lot going on for day number five. No slowing down here on the desk of the Fantasy Football Happy Hour. It is our last show of the week, but plenty of interviews to get to. Chargers rookie wide receiver Quentin Johnson will join the set momentarily, followed by one of the biggest Chiefs fans on Radio Row and Rob Riggle. Titans great Chris Johnson, CJ2K will help us wrap up our time here. But before all that, Jay and Matthew caught up with Saquon Barkley earlier. Take a listen. Welcome to the Fantasy Football Happy Hour Desk. Jay Croucher, Matthew Barry, and fantasy football and NFL legend Saquon Barkley joining us now. Uh, Saquon, welcome, man. It's a, it's a thrill. We were just talking. Uh, I believe I was one of your first pro interviews because I interviewed you at the NFLPA Rookie Premiere six mm-hmm. years ago. Yep. Since that time, uh, you've had an unbelievable run in the NFL as well and done 8 billion interviews, probably all better than that one. Hopefully we improve on it today. <laughs> I wouldn't say all better, but yeah, um, six years ago, time is flying. Um, and yeah, I'm just happy to be, happy to be here today. Okay. Uh, so Saquon's your birthday tomorrow, I'm told. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. Did some reconnaissance. Yeah. Uh, any big plans for tomorrow? Are you sticking around in Vegas? Yeah. Uh, family's here. Uh, my lady, my kids are here. Mom, dad, brother, sister. Um, everybody's here. So uh, probably get some dinner. Um, and it's Vegas, so probably step out, right? <laughs> okay, I like it. When, when you step out, Saquon, I want to ask you about this very quickly. Because, listen, everyone knows you are a consummate teammate. You were at Penn State. This is how you were known. With the Giants, you're known. Everyone loves Saquon. You're a great teammate. When you step out in Vegas with your boys, with your with your Wolf Pack, with your teammates, if you will, if you will, do you ever leave a man behind? No, that's the problem. Um, yeah. we're like 20 deep. Uh, yeah, and that means I'm with like 20 people: uh, brothers, sisters, friends from high school, college. Uh, so yeah, you, I, I don't I don't go into parties or I don't go into anything unless I get everybody in. Uh, yeah, it's, it's a lot of finessing to get done. Well, but, and yeah. that's that's the right way to do it. That's the right mm-hmm. attitude, and that's why I think people love you, mm-hmm. why you're considered such a good teammate. There was an incident last night where yeah. we yeah. may have left Matthew oh, behind. Yeah. Yeah, this so, one is not. That's this rule, one's not listen, this is the anti Saquon right here. That's rule number one. You can't, right? you can't leave you can't leave your brother behind. Yeah. You can't no, do that. It, no. It's selfish, wouldn't you say? <laughs> you know what? Um now that I know the little backstory of it, I'm not gonna sit here and say that. Um I will. I've said it already. Let's say I wouldn't. That's not something that I would do. That's right. it's either we're all character <laughs> man yeah you messed up boss i'm yeah. not gonna lie you no, messed up well if, if, if right. there was a teammate that you weren't gonna leave behind who would you want to bring to vegas out of your teammates so we had jalen hyatt and he said he would bring you oh yeah jalen's my guy we was actually on the, on the same flight if i have a teammate he's not here um sterling shepherd we always okay. celebrate uh i'm a little mad at him right now like i gotta call him we always <laughs> celebrate our birthdays together um and this is gonna be our first year in a, in a, in a couple of years of not celebrating together his birthday's on the 10th okay uh saquon i'm curious so last year obviously season didn't go the way the giants had hoped uh obviously but there were definitely some real highlights and i i just gotta ask you like i don't think i've ever seen like the kind of Tommy Cutlets mania around DeVito. What was that like, you know, during that kind of month-long stretch? It was super fun. I'm not going to lie. It was super fun. Obviously, we were winning games. Yep. Um, but it was just fun to see. You, you had a kid that's from New Jersey living home with his mom and the starting quarterback for New York Football Giants. Yeah. Like, that's like a, a book, a documentary, like all that in one. So uh, it was fun to be a part of. And I, I just loved how 
how poised he was the whole thing. Um, a lot of respect for that. Uh, I talked. I talked like he's some 21 year old rookie. He's 25. I'm turning 27. Right. But uh, he he handled himself so great. Um, you, you you could see that the the craze that happened, but. Every single day, he was the same person. Every single day, he was the same person. And, and he also got time to enjoy it, too. So uh, I was happy. It was a great thing for the team. It got a spark, got us back in the playoff conversation. Obviously, it didn't go the way we would like. But, um, and it showed, man. It showed. He's an undrafted kid, and he, he, he got some talent to him. He could ball. Yeah. I thought the Monday night football game in particular against the Packers where, I mean, he effectively outdueled Jordan Love who yeah. almost took he down the Niners. He saved my butt. He yeah. saved my butt. That's uh, I remember that. Yeah, yeah, he saved my butt. I'll tell you that. <laughs> yeah. I had a <laughs> one to craziest plays ever happened that was bizarre right yeah it was bizarre but hey you know it's a team it's a team game and uh we had two minute drive and uh he put it on the dot and um you know we went down and, and, and uh kicked the game one football yep got it done so do you hear that jay it's a team game yeah it is a it is a team game yeah. uh yes and uh tommy devito didn't leave saquon barkley behind it's gonna be no. a rough long week for <laughs> yeah, you. yeah yeah well, it's not a great start yeah, yeah. well it was 24 hours left uh <laughs> so we are a fantasy football show saquon uh obviously you know, your production lends itself extremely well to fantasy football. You're a superstar in that space. People come you up to you. you guys break down the fantasies? I don't really, I don't like the, how the, the points. Very, it's very simple. You draft NFL players mm-hmm. and how well those NFL players do statistically for the Giants in the NFL is how well they do for your fantasy team. So if I have Saquon Barkley and you go, I don't know, 100 yards and two touchdowns, you get you get six points for a touchdown. Mm-hmm. There's 12 points. You scored two touchdowns, and you get one point every 10 yards. So that would okay. be 22 points, if that makes. Yeah. But in, in a, it, without getting into nerding out on the scoring, in essence, how well you do statistically is how well our fantasy teams do. Yeah. So somebody like yourself, who runs for a lot of yards, who catches a lot of balls, who scores a lot of touchdowns, obviously, you're a very high draft pick and have been since you came into the league. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, a lot of times rookies come in the league and we're like, oh, let's see what happens here. But everyone knew coming out of Penn State, uh, you were going to be productive from moment one. And you've been you've been a first-round pick in fantasy every year of your career, yeah. and you'll be next year as well. Yeah, thank you. I, was, I, I do know that there's a lot of passion behind uh, fantasy yes. football. Uh, whether it's good or bad uh, when it comes to fans. But I think it's fun. I think it's a fun, unique way to get fans involved. It's not like you're just following a team, right? You, so right. If, you, if you draft me, you draft such and such, such and such, it's like uh, it's a reason for you to lock in on that Thursday night or that Sunday uh, Sunday or Monday night um, and, and give someone, get, a, get a chance to root for. And you want to beat your fellow partners in, the, in your league, right? It's like yeah. a league in your tournament. So I, I like it. I think it's fun, you know. <laughs> I think uh, some fans actually think we have a lot of control uh, over that. It's the NFL. Um, some of the, the messages and mentions you get, uh, like I said, it's, 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 I think it's, it's, it's creative, and I, and I love it. Okay. Well, I, I appreciate that. Listen, I'll say that I think there's probably 10% of Giants fans that are like, they cross the line and like, what are you doing? Mm-hmm. And there's 10% of fantasy players yeah. that are morons and reach out to players and say stuff that they shouldn't have. Yeah. And so I apologize for all those jerks. But I think for the most part, here's what I would bet. Anyone that comes up to you in person and mentions fantasy yeah. football yeah. is filled with love for you. Yeah. That would be my guess. Yeah, it's all sure. just online. Yeah, that's how I look at it. I look at everything like that um, because you know I'm, I'm very active on social media. Um, you see everything. Yeah. Um, but there's so much more love than negativity. And why would I focus on the negative stuff when there's so much love and positive stuff? So, but even like the negative stuff, I think it's funny. It's, it's real funny. But it's fun. It's you can see it. Like you can see some of these fans are like really passionate about it and. 
it's it's a unique way to get them involved in the game. So I'm all I'm all I'm all for that. Well, yeah, they're insanely passionate about it. It's it's why I have a career and uh, <laughs> candidly. And the other, but the other thing is, is to your point, right? Like, so I'm a diehard Washington Commanders fan, mm-hmm. by the way. And by the way, screw you for constantly beating us up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I desperately wish you were out of the division. But um, but my point is, is that even as a Commanders fan. I'm a Saquon Barkley fan because mm-hmm. I've had you on my fantasy teams for years. And so mm-hmm. what it does is obviously Giants fans are always going to root for you, but you'll have guys that root for the Cowboys or the Eagles or any team in the NFL, but yeah. they're still Saquon Barkley fans mm-hmm. because they've drafted you to their team, they're buying your jersey, they're well, watching yeah, on Sunday and rooting for you yeah. uh, to have productive games. Yeah. So, you know, I think it expands the fan base of all the players as for well. For sure, yeah, definitely. Like I said, all for that. Yep. So, Saquon, excited to learn about your partnership with Silk Brand. I'm a, a newly vegetarian. There's been some mishaps in Las Vegas, to be fair. But <laughs> newly vegetarian, can you tell us about uh, your partnership uh, with Silk Brand? Yeah, it's all about, you know, putting the right things in your body. Um, as an athlete, you try your best to stay fit and strong year-round. Um, and when you think of football players, you think of lots of meat, uh, heavy carbs. But it's about putting the right things, the right nutrients in your body, and also being delicious. And that's where it started with the Silk Field Plenty Good Challenge, um, starting day off with a smoothie, the tofu touchdown. Um, and you can, I, I, I participated in it. I could feel an actual difference in my body. Um, and I love that. I love like, that that was a challenge. It was a way people can compete, challenge themselves to, to improve, um, and also put the right things in your body that's, that tastes great. So I'm just happy to be part of with Silk. And, yeah, it's been fun. Cool. Saquon, last question for you before we let you go, and congratulations on that, and good luck with that uh, next season. Uh, is there somebody on the Giants? Like, we, we know the stars, right? We know the quarterbacks. We, we know you. We know Sterling. Is there somebody on the Giants that hasn't gotten a lot of publicity but that you've seen in practice that we should be on, that should be on our radar for next year that you think is, is kind of a star in the waiting? I think Jalen's poised for a big year. Yeah? A really big year. He's super fast. He can run routes. He can take the top of the defense, and... You know what, what what Calf and and Dave's like to do. Um, you know, I, I think he's poised for a really big year, and that's my opinion. Obviously, you know, I think he played great last year. Uh, probably wanted to do a lot more. Um, he's a really passionate uh, kid, um, hard worker too. Um, but yeah, I think he, I think he's poised for a really big year. Yeah, we talked to him yesterday, and he said he talked about the fact that you know. He'd always played slot at Tennessee, and then mm-hmm. he comes to the, the Giants, and just because of the personnel you guys had, he had to play a lot more outside. But he thinks that uh, he's going to get to play a lot more slot this year, which would be great for him. And obviously then just having more comfort, comfort on the outside after a year should certainly help him as well because we know the talent as, uh, as well. Mm-hmm. Listen, Saquon, congratulations on all your success so far in the NFL, in fantasy, in business. Uh, continued success for you next year, my friend. Thanks for thank, stopping by. Thank you so much. You Thanks, got Saquon. it. You gotta, you gotta get him a drink or something. You gotta, you gotta make up for it. I mean, you know, from Saquon's lips. I'm just saying. Great stuff from Saquon Barkley. Appreciate him stopping by the desk of the Fantasy Football Happy Hour. We are taking our first break. When we're back, Quentin Johnston joins the show. Stick around. Coming up right after this. Oh my! And the AP Comeback Player of the Year, presented by PG, is Joe Flacco. Oh my God! Oh, oh, oh. oh my god. You've got to be kidding me. You've got to be kidding me. Oh my god. That sound you heard off the top was Jay's reaction to Joe Flacco winning comeback player of the year. A bit of a stunner, huh, Jay? 
Yeah, it wasn't a great evening, uh, Connor, for me, uh, but I was glad to have you alongside me as we commiserated afterwards. Um, yeah, congratulations well, to Joe Flacco, I guess. Now you get yeah, more. So you didn't have Joe Flacco on? I, uh, uh, no, I voted for the guy who died and came back to life to win Comeback Player of the Year. So you had a lot of money on that. Uh, yeah, I did. It wasn't, it wasn't ideal. Uh, and you know why I know it wasn't? A, it was a strange outcome. Joe Flacco said himself that it would be ridiculous if he won and that DeMar Hamlin should have won. So that's how it, the cookie crumbles sometimes. Yeah, one, one, one guy beat death. One guy <laughs> just got off his couch and threw a couple touchdown passes. But whatever. Yeah. Whatever, voters. What are you going to do? Uh, those are some of your winners there right now. And you know what? We're joined on the Fantasy Football Happy Hour desk with a winner himself. And Quentin Johnson. Quentin Johnson gets to join us and listen to Jay uh, kind of drown in his sorrows. What a way to start the day there, Quentin. Man, it's good to have you, and I just got to ask you right off the top because you know what the big news has been. Jim Harbaugh, man. Oh, yeah, sure. yeah, how are we feeling about that? Very excited. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I um, actually uh, talked to him a day or two after that, and um, the first thing I brought up or we kind of you know uh, brought up together was that uh, TC versus Michigan of game. Of course. I sure. bet. He knows yeah, a thing or sure. two about what you could do. Yeah, for sure. So, yeah, now uh, you know that was a great conversation with him. Uh, but, you know, you know, after that it was kind of just going in. And, um, you know, uh, you know, like the host for the future, um, kind of just, you know, uh, starting to, you know, slowly map some stuff out. But yeah, I'm very excited to have him. Okay. No, that's awesome. Uh, Quentin, you're one of the four wide receivers taken in the first mm-hmm. round. Like, how do you look back on your rookie year mm-hmm. and what are you looking to improve in the offseason? Uh, yeah, uh, well, uh, looking towards, uh, you know, the future, I'm looking on improving a lot. Uh, I feel like uh, this this past year was a big, uh, you know, a learning experience for me. I had a lot of ups, uh, had a lot of downs, um, but I'm kind of just uh, using that, kind of looking back on my last season and uh, using that as fuel and just taking uh, everything I did wrong or, um, you know, could have did better and uh, tweak it um, and uh, going into the next season. It was a tough year for the Chargers at all. I mean, you're saying, mm-hmm. hey, I had some ups and downs, but you mm-hmm. know what, in fairness, by the way, yeah. it was a tough year all around for the Chargers, one mm-hmm. of the reasons why they made, made the coaching switch that they did. I'm just curious, though, one of the positives of going to the Chargers last year mm-hmm. is you got to be around Keenan Allen and Mike Williams, sure. two of the best in the league for to do sure. it. Just curious, what's some of the things you learned by being able to be their teammates, uh-huh. talk to them, and watch them in practice every day? Yeah, for sure. Um, you, know, uh, you know, I want to start off by saying those are, those are some amazing guys right there. Um, you know, I'm very, uh, I'm very blessed and very thankful to uh, to be on the team, uh, you know, behind those guys, uh, you know, starting off. Uh, but, yeah, um, I, I feel like the main thing I learned um, with those two guys was, was actually how to be a pro. Um, uh, we make it to the pro level. That doesn't just necessarily mean you're a pro. you got to learn how to be a pro, and that's, um, you know, nutrition, uh, what you do, uh, uh, you know, off the field, uh, kind of time management so that you'll be ready um, and have your full focus coming on the practice field and uh, onto the game field. So how do you get to spend your time now, Quentin? Because mm-hmm. the last time I talked to you, we were sitting at the NFL Combine yes. where – you're training around a 40. Yeah. You know, you're going through this process where everything is so fixed that uh, you barely get to train for football until all that's over, and yeah. you want to celebrate actually being drafted into the NFL. Yeah. So how does this offseason get to be different with uh, that much more time on your plate that's more dedicated to football? Yeah, yeah, and uh, it's just that a, a lot of times it's my first time having this much time and uh, being, being able to do um, – know a lot of stuff so I, um, uh, the first thing I did was go back home Temple Texas uh, you know to go see my family um, you know kind of just you know hang out with them for a while um, took a few weeks off you know kind of just let the body rest but now I'm uh, starting to transition back into that uh, you know training phase right now so um, but you know overall it's been fun. How do you feel your chemistry with Justin Herbert mm-hmm. developed over the season? Mm-hmm. Herbert's obviously a, an excellent quarterback, a unique quarterback, mm-hmm. where so much of what he does is outside of structure. Was mm-hmm. that kind of a learning curve, uh, adapting to playing with Justin? Oh, yeah, uh, uh, you know, 100%. Uh, I feel like as the season went on, uh, it got better and better and better. Um, and then, you know, we're going to, you know, uh, continue to link up this offseason, um, you know, going to the next season, you know, uh, can, uh, continuing that uh, quarterback and uh, receiver relationship. Quentin, you uh, obviously being in your division, you faced the Chiefs twice this past year, and now they're here in the Super Bowl. Yeah. Uh, how you 
So a couple things. Number one is, how do you think this, what's the toughest part about facing the Chiefs' defense? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And how do you think Sunday turns out? Yeah, for sure. Um, just their just their overall, you know, physicality, um, and just and just their ability to uh, be so consistent with it throughout the season that you know um, it's got them to this point. Um, and you said um, how the game's going to turn out. It's going to be a you know a hard fall game. Um, you know, I wouldn't be surprised if the score wasn't that high from you know any team because, um, like I said, uh, they're they're two great teams, and uh, you know I'm very uh, very excited to watch it. When you were coming into the league, we knew you could win down the field with mm-hmm. your size, but we knew also you could do something with the ball in your mm-hmm. hands after the catch yeah. on the short area stuff. I know you only talked to Harbaugh briefly. You just got in the door. Yeah. But is there a role that you see for yourself going uh, into next year that maybe is different or maybe something you're looking forward to? Um, yeah, uh, uh, not not necessarily that's different, but kind of just um, kind of just stepping out more than I did. Uh, 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 like I said, last year was more of a, a learning experience you know, um, uh, for me. Um, now I'm starting to get uh, a little bit more comfortable with with the guys in the room, um, you know, um, Justin, um, you know, being under Keenan Allen, uh, Mike Williams and stuff like that. Um, so, yeah, now, uh, this year uh, I'm just looking on, um, you know, expanding myself, kind of kind of, kind of doing some of the uh, same stuff I was doing uh, in college and applying it uh, to, the, to the NFL, like yards after catch, uh, deep balls and stuff like that. So I'm very excited for that. Is there any receiver in the NFL who you particularly like to model your game mm, yeah. after in particular? Uh, a lot of a lot of bigger receivers, but I feel like I feel like now I'm kind of biased uh, with uh, with uh, Keenan Allen. He's he's definitely showed me a lot. Um, it's one thing to uh, you know like watch a guy on the outside looking in, but um, when when you're with him day in and day out, it's hard not to um, you know just you know just want to mirror not not everything, but like different parts of uh, you know his game and you know Adam mind. So I would say him. Quentin, we're in Vegas, uh, you know, and. You're a young guy, so I'm curious. If you had a hangover-type night, if you're like, yo, me and my Wolfpack are going to go out, what's the teammate that you're bringing with you here to Vegas uh, to go all night, and what's the teammate that you're leaving at home? The teammate that I would bring with me, probably probably my uh, my guy, Dayon, Dayon Hanley. Uh, okay. Yeah, that's been, that's been kind of my road dog. Um, you know, we came in together and stuff like yeah. that, so I feel like um, yeah, we've, been, we've been sticking together. Um, you said a guy that I would leave home? Yeah. It might not be as fun. <laughs> right. oh, that's a hard one. Let me think. Um a guy that I would leave home. There's not too many guys on the team that I would leave home. You know? I'll, I'll give you one. I think Coach Harbaugh. Okay, okay. I, I don't know if the khakis play in Vegas. You understand what I'm saying? Didn't, I, didn't, I didn't know we were going up to the coaches. I thought yeah, we were talking yeah. about players. But Classic yeah. sure, 100%. Yeah. Yeah. With dinner. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Wild move. Yeah, right. sure. exactly. Yeah. Yeah. 60 years old or whatever. Right. Yeah. He's, I like in the, how, he's in the khakis at the five dollar uh, table. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I like how Matthew's trying to bring back the terminology Wolfpack as yeah, well. Yeah, Keeps saying Wolfpack. I like Thank it. Yeah. Yeah. I'm working I'm on it. I'm trying to bring yeah. it up. No, well all my references are about five or six years old. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Quinn, who are you uh, here with today? What cause or organization that got you with us? Oh uh, yeah, so uh, yeah, so I'm just uh, I'm just uh, out here with my agents, and then uh, I'm out here doing um, you know different things with uh, you know uh, uh, people like Nike. Um, and then um, I'm doing, uh, you know, Pepsi and then uh, Carnival Cruise and stuff like nice. that. So, uh, yeah, you know, just out here having a good time with those guys. It's been awesome. fun. Cool. All right, everybody. Oh, that, is, that is – no, that, I was going to say that's uh, that's fantastic. Have you ever played fantasy football, Quentin? Or does it come up in your in your life at all? Uh, it did not, not not with me directly, but a lot of people, like, around me, you know. Um, so, yeah, I hear it all the time. My brother who's um, who's with me, he, he's at the hotel right now from – one of those uh, nights with the wolf pack, like you said. Yeah. So yeah, he's, he's, <laughs> sleeping he's, in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, yeah, but for sure, uh, him and a lot of my friends all the time are telling me about the stuff. I'm like, I'm not, I'm not even gonna get into. It, I mean, so. do they, do they, they text you for advice? Yo, I'm taking, I'm taking Keenan. I'm taking yeah, you. I, like, I, hey, is that we're gonna play this week? Yeah, you know, I'm not saying anything. But yeah, they do all the time for sure. Yeah, that's super smart. It's yeah. uh, look at you. You're a rookie, <laughs> but you've got uh, the wisdom of a veteran. For sure.
pleasure. All right, Quentin Johnson, man. We're excited to see what you do in year two. Big yes, things ahead, especially with Harbaugh in oh, town. Yeah. Thanks for stopping yes, by. I appreciate you guys. Thanks, Quentin. All right, we're going to take our next break. When we're back, the guests continue. Rob Riggle will join us here on the Fantasy Football Happy Hour. Coming up right after this. All right, we are back here in Las Vegas. Yes, once again, day number five. You know, we're, we're doing pretty good so far, fellas, I would say. Yeah, speak for yourself. We've, we've all, <laughs> well, listen, what we've all done, what we, we've all managed to do is get here in time for the show, which, you know, so uh, I, I would have dressed. The, yeah, I mean, the, the under took a beating. I'll just, I'll, I'll leave it at that. I've done a bad job of trying to document all this. I've tried to throw out a few photos on Instagram and some videos. We've got all these things, so I'm gonna. That'll be like the next week. You're like, isn't the show over? But I'll still be rolling out uh, some of the stuff. But have you been? I don't know if you do this, but I'm an active watcher of Jay's Instagram. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it's usually like, like kids dancing on tables yeah, in the house. It's usually it's yes, unsupervised. It's, <laughs> yes, it's, it's, usually yes. a, it's a lot of Jay's kids being unsupervised and doing their thing. But I noticed something. First off, I just want to show you. This is a picture from yesterday. Stephen, go ahead show the picture from yesterday if you can so this was great this is connor this is me and you yeah jay croucher and of course emmett smith yes the, the greatest juror. running back of all time uh, I can see where us, this is going. that's the picture we took so it was a wonderful interview the three of us <laughs> that's and a really emmett nice smith. picture yeah. it's really great but if you went to jay's instagram this is what was posted Oh my goodness! Oh my yeah, goodness! I actually just, did not see this. Uh, Crop City, baby. He said to me that he, jokingly, he's like, "Should I post this?" And I laughed. I didn't think he actually was going he to did. crop us. He did. He cut you and I both out of it. It's just him and Emmett Smith, as if he interviewed Emmett Smith yeah. by himself. Or like they're friends, like old friends. Yeah. Yeah. Me and my boy Emmett. Yeah. Yep. Emmett came by. Emmett looks so comfortable that it's like they're just hanging out. Yeah. It's like it's just outrage. Like. You want to know what else? What else? Yeah, what else? I've, been, I've been doing that all week, baby. You haven't, you haven't noticed. A lot of photos of me and my boy, Matt Ryan. Just yeah, the two I, of us. I, I noticed me that. Me and Max. Yeah. Saquon. Did Puka. you notice you and Max? I Did noticed you, you notice, and Saquon. You noticed something today? I, what? what? Well, I, I was having some coffee. You were talking to someone. Yeah. And Jay was in that chair nine minutes before show. And I was like, sure. wow, Jay really wants to get to the desk and get ready. He... He clearly takes that seat <laughs> for a reason. This is yeah. all orchestrated. Very orchestrated. He's never in the chair nine Very minutes when we're back in Stanford. Uh, no, no. And it's super It's super weird because normally, like, I always, when I'm on Instagram, what I try to do is, like, I make sure I tag both of you guys you're all really, the time. You're really good about it. I tag you guys all the time and, like, make sure the picture includes... Well, an accurate representation of what the interview was, yeah, right? The show that the we've show, done for two the years. The three of us have done together. <laughs> for two years. But Jay... Much like, you know, leaving me alone in Vegas or uh, leaving me off a text chain. Yeah, it's fine. It's fine. It's great, Jay. That's uh, Just cut us out of the picture. It's every man for himself in Vegas, Matthew. Uh, that, <laughs> is, that, is, that is what they say. Uh, and that applies to the crop game in photos as well. Well, you know what? I wonder if that, that you doing that, cutting me and Connor out of all the photos. And I noticed, yeah, I noticed it with Max Crosby and Saquon <laughs> and, uh, uh, you know. Puka. I, yeah, and, uh, yeah, Puka. Like, all the big stars, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Interesting. Like, you know, yeah, he does it there. But, like, you know, some maybe the lesser-named guys that we've had. Like, you know, I don't want to insult anyone. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, we're all there. Yeah, so you think that's karma, Jay, for uh, why you lost your DeMar Hamlin? Why don't, I want you to do me a favor right now. Text me right now how much money you lost last night. When Demar Hamlin was somehow crazily not named NFL Comeback Player of the Year, the man who beat death. <laughs> oh, oh, oh good God! Oh good God! Like I thought it was a lot, but I didn't know. Yeah, I didn't know oh, that either. Yeah. Which of, of your um, 
Oh my god! <laughs> oh my god! No wonder you didn't come to the party last uh, night. I, yeah, I, I no, wouldn't I either. Done. I, well, I was going to ask you oh, which one of your three children isn't going to college, but now I know all it's all of them. Of them. Yeah, 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 all no. three of them. Yeah, yeah. No, they're all done. Daycare's <laughs> off the table. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh god! I was, I was, uh, you know what? I take back everything I said. But crop away. Yeah. Crop away, Jay Croucher. Yeah. That, uh, crop oh. You might be pushing oh, some god. products on the table soon. Yeah. Like, no, I don't, I don't like yeah. Joe Flacco. Anymore. I, <laughs> I, All I, things considered, his reaction during the live stream. I mean, it's rather he didn't faint and fall. I am. Yeah. I. I believe if. <laughs> I'll say this, like, uh, it, it was what you lost on Demar Hamlin <laughs> is like one of the higher paid employees at NBC Sports. <laughs> I, I feel like. Well, the good thing now is we get to chat to Rob Riggle. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and he's really wearing a SWAT outfit. Yes. <laughs> Oh my god. Yep, and the rumors were true. <laughs> He's absolutely in a SWAT outfit. Oh boy, here uh, he comes. That is uh, We'll talk to him about Joe right, guys. We're almost <laughs> done out yeah. here from Radio Row, but if you missed a minute of it, don't sweat it. Every episode this week of Happy Hour will air during our Super Bowl hey, Sunday guys. marathon on Peacock. Lock in on the NBC Sports YouTube uh, virtual channel from noon to 5 p.m. Eastern to catch up with us before the big game. And the big guests continue. And this man is dressed. I don't know really what for uh, on the desk think, like this, I but I think it's for awesome. anything. It's really, pr- prepare he, for Vegas. It can go down at any moment. It can yes. go down at any moment. <laughs> I'm totally Robert Riggle. <laughs> totally Dude, great to have for you here. By the way, I was just thoroughly impressed with your professionalism. As I walked up running my mouth, you okay. kept reading copy and shaking hands, yeah. eye contact. You did it all. I couldn't ignore and you. And you didn't break sentence at all. No. The flow was natural. Thank you. Like, you are a pro. Thank he's you. He, he doesn't get his due, but he's actually good. Yeah. Yeah. He, is <laughs> at, he is, he is very good. good. <laughs> it's, it's, uh, it, it stands out because none of us, other, uh, not the rest of us aren't, but he's actually a professional broadcaster. It's good to have one in the group. Yes. Yeah, 100%. And it, yeah. It's funny, Rob, because um, I'm 31. I've got three kids. Matthew's an, an older man, clearly. But Connor is really the mature one in the group. He actually stays. Uh, and last night we went out. We were commiserating about uh, the NFL awards. We lost some bets last night. Connor stays a drink behind. He stays one drink behind. So he's still part of the party, but he's one drink behind, so he's better. That is, that's, that's an old school move yeah. right there. You got an old soul. It's discipline. I'm a, yeah. I'm a 60-year-old man. Yeah. You're, you're an old gunfighter from the West. <laughs> yeah. Who's that's kind actually, of smarter I really than everybody that. in the saloon. That's kind of my right. goal in life, so I really appreciate yeah. that. I yeah. try to stay two drinks ahead. <laughs> I think it's a competition. My thing yeah, is life is short. I'd be two <laughs> drinks ahead. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly right. Right? You know, listen. That, it's either going to sit there in the cup or it's going to my stomach. Like, Thank you. Come on. You yeah. made the right call. I, th- I appreciate that because the fact of the matter is, is that, you know, as soon as you're done with a drink, then you get another one. That's, yes. I believe that's the goal. Hey, you don't you stop. Gotta, yeah, exactly. That's true. All right, well, Rob, All right. you're a Chiefs fan. I um, am a Chiefs fan. How are you feeling about the game? You going to win? Feeling really good about the game, okay. and yes, we're going to win. Okay. No fear uh, of Brock Purdy? No. I mean, listen, I love that they have a great team. They Obviously, there's a reason they're in the Super Bowl, and they've been dominant all year. But guess what? It's Kansas City Chiefs, baby. Okay. It's Patrick Mahomes. That's right. And uh, they've been there. They know what they're doing. I love them. I'm, but you're asking the most biased guy in the world. I mean, I, I grew up in Kansas City. I went to my first game in '75. I've been with them the whole my whole life. So this is a this is a, a rare moment in my life when I, I didn't think we'd be doing this, and now we're doing it. So, Rob, what is the secret to being a celebrity super fan? And here's what I'm asking. Here's <laughs> yeah. what I'm asking because like lot, lots been made about you know uh, your fandom. Paul Rudd, of course, is a very well known. Stone Chief, Street. St- uh, yeah, Stone Street, yep. of course, Modern Family, yep. Legend, all this kind of stuff. So I'm a fan of the Washington Commanders. That's my team. 
that's the right reaction, right? <laughs> like, again, since I was five years old, you know, Joe Gibbs era, and it's stuck in me, and I can't get rid of it. Right. But, so my, but what's great about being a fan of the Commanders, and there's not much there, but there aren't a lot of celebrities that are fans of the Commanders because we're such an awful franchise and we were, we were owned by the worst guy in professional sports <laughs> history for 20 years. So it's like, so it's, we got McConaughey. Yeah. We got Dale Jr. Okay. We got Kevin Durant. Yeah. And then there's not anyone really under, you know, PFT Commander maybe and like, and like me. So I'm like hoping for like fifth or sixth banana on the list to like in terms of like celebrity, and I'm using the term very, very loosely, understand, obviously, uh, of, uh, of team fans. So I'm trying to figure out what's the secret. I think you've got some fans that are, are Commander fans yep. that are out there that I've heard of, okay. that I know, that they're, they're just, no one's reaching out to them. No one's, I think the, the franchise has got to kind of maybe reach out to them a little bit and say, hey, I hear you're a fan. Why don't you have a jersey and come on out to the game? You'd be surprised how much they'll wear that jersey. Yep. Yeah, no, that's what they should do. Yeah. They're not going to do that with me, so I need to actively, <laughs> hey, hey, no, I promise I'm a celebrity. Hey, can yeah. I be, you know, on the field with, like, you know, the real celebrities, the, the McConaughey's of the world, you the Dale Juniors, the Durants. You know, Rob, uh, one of the first moments when I met Matthew and I really understood that he's a sicko is that I asked him, I was just making chit-chat, and I was like, are you, are you the most famous Commanders fan? And Matthew immediately replies, no, I'm fifth. <laughs> And he then freels <laughs> off immediately one, two, three, four, as though there is Very a prepared. there is a Google spreadsheet on his phone where he updates the power rankings of Commander yeah. fans every single night, and he knows he's fifth. I think so. rank is that's pretty good. Yeah. That's pretty good that you. Where do you think you rank? Number Chiefs one. fans. Number, number one. one? Number yeah. one. All right. Number yeah. one. Screw Paul Rudd. Number one. Paul Rudd's great. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. I mean, sexiest man alive. You Absolutely. Know, he's, he's, a good, he's he's a stud, um, and and he's a big fan, no doubt. But who puts in the hours? That's all there I'm saying. Um, Stone Street. He just sort of shows up. Stone Street, Dave Keckner, Melissa Etheridge, uh, Dr. Phil, um, Heidi Gardner, Saturday Night Live. I mean, okay. we're all, uh, Jason Sudeikis, we're all, we're all there. We're all. See, that's a much better group of celebrities, <laughs> by <laughs> the way. That's like top to bottom. That's all awesome. Right. Kevin they Durant's fantastic. Quality, they have depth. Rob, Rob, I don't know if you know this. No. You're actually on the radar of some offshore books. Uh, as a Chiefs fan, because you will, could be a sneaky underdog to be the first Chiefs fan shown. Paul Rudd is the favorite. Sorry to tell you that. Plus 300. But oh, you know what? You're some value with you at plus Wait, hang on for a second. Is Brad, Brad Pitt? Pitt? So if I is say, if I say Chiefs fan? Anything, I didn't know if that. I say anything to the... Oh, Brad Pitt, Chiefs fan. Okay. Oh, yeah, he's from Missouri. He's from Missouri. He's a Missouri guy. But I haven't seen him at Arrowhead very often, So, but he is a Chiefs fan. Right. But I don't blame him. He's Brad Pitt. He doesn't have time for this. Yeah. Uh, here's the thing, guys. Don't don't bet me on first show. That's just smart money. Don't bet me because um, I'm scrambling for my tickets. So I'm not in the suite. I'm not in the suite. I'm that could be problematic. I'm going to be out it. there among oh. the people, right? And uh, the camera's not going to find me. I think that makes it better though if they do. Here's if a, they do, that would be a, that's the long shot. Job. That's the long. Yeah. That's a forty to one yeah. kind of deal. Yeah, plus seven hundred wasn't really good offshore odds. They got to no. adjust that. No. Forty to one would make a lot more sense. Hey, hey, what, but you know what's what's curious is seeing that list of Chiefs fans. Taylor Swift is not listed there. Do, does I, I am sure that you guys all embrace the fact that Taylor has brought so much positive energy to the yeah. Chiefs community. But is she considered a full fledged Chiefs fan? Is she allowed to join the bandwagon here halfway through? Look, she's 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 part of the Chiefs kingdom now. Yep, she's welcome. We love her. So yeah, I guess she is part of the family now. Th- then feels like she should be the betting favorite. She, absolutely. 
Smart money. But, but you're getting even odds on yeah, that yeah, almost. Exactly. You know? right. exactly. <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, she's, uh, she's awesome. She really has uh, brought a lot, a lot of fresh eyeballs to the NFL. It's My, been fantastic. I have twin daughters that are 12 years old, and they are both crazy Chiefs fans and have been literally since it was public that she, they're dating uh, she's dating Travis Kelsey like they could not they're both really girly girls they don't care about my job at all yeah. but now they're like Travis Kelsey and like oh you know Jason Kelsey you think Jason Kelsey I'm like you know Jason Kelsey yeah he's Travis you know and they're like and Mahomes yeah. and like why did that guy drop that pass MVS yes number 11 I'm like, like they're like all they've gotten into it yeah exactly that's awesome yeah, yeah well it's true and, and that's it's not a bad thing. That's a good thing. No, it is. Yeah. Hey, uh, so you're dressed up in all this ridiculous gear here for a reason, Rob. It could all go down. Tactical. Right? But custom. Some yeah. people say ridiculous. It's tactical. Here. Thank you yes, very much, fair, my man. friend. Uh, no, it's. Uh, I'm, I'm an ambassador for PXG. Yeah, talk to us uh, about that. Greatest clubs ever created. They just came out with new clubs. Black Ops. That's why. The, hence the Black sure, Ops. Sure, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, I am a fan also. Bob Parsons is a former Marine. I'm a former Marine. And I love what he does for the veteran community first responders um but these new clubs they're fantastic they're brand new woods uh and and hybrids and they they absolutely work uh i I just played in a charity event in hawaii and was smoking it so and i'm not that good so i was i was was feeling pretty confident and i want to say it's the clubs not me Uh, so um anyway they're uh they're out now and uh they're very affordable uh and uh which is unusual you know, PSG is yeah. a high-end uh, sure, sure. club, and uh, but they've really found ways to to make the clubs much more attainable. So it's a good thing. Well, listen, I, my golf game can use all the help it can get, so I will definitely <laughs> check them out. Last question for me here, Rob. Like uh, you, you for for as long as I've you know you've been in the public eye, you're you're not only a hilarious comedian, but you're also very well known for your sports fandom. Obviously, the Chiefs, but for years you were doing picks on NFL, everything like that. Have you ever played fantasy football? Are you into that at all? It got so bad, I was in too many leagues. Okay. Have you had that season? Yeah. Oh, sure. So I was in three or four leagues. I, I, was, I, was, I was drafting just to keep the same players so I could keep track. Because right. it, it was getting to be a hot mess. So I've had to take it down now to two leagues. I'm in okay. two leagues. And uh, I love them both. One is the Hollywood Phonies. Okay. Uh, which is like... Um, Name drop for us. Who's in that league? Uh, uh, um, Jerry O'Connell, Ron Livingston, Paul Shear. Uh, uh, Matt Walsh, Matt Besser, just a bunch of really funny, really funny yeah, guys, really good guys, and Jerry O'Connell. He won it this year, <laughs> and yeah, I know he's never won. He's never even come close. He's always Jerry- the one playing the the fine for coming in last. He won it this year, and we haven't stopped hearing about it. I, that's insane to me because, like, I know all those guys. You know, like, just for doing what I do, I've I've known a lot of like you know celebrities that play yeah. fantasy football, and I've talked to Jerry about this. I've interviewed him, mm-hmm. and Jerry comes in year after year. It's like all I'm doing is drafting Giants and Cowboys. Like he always has the <laughs> dumbest, weirdest theories, and like I'll make fun of him for like and like it finally I, worked. I, I guess it finally worked, yeah. right? But well, I think we had we had one guy in our in our league, Adam Polly, who's a hilarious. Yeah, actor. he's great. Uh, he he really lobbied hard for a two quarterback system, a two-quarterback roster, which none of us understood, but we did it, and now we're all addicted to it. We that's, love it. That's the way to play. Yeah, yeah, and of course, it frustrated Jerry to no end, uh, but the, the, the half the fun of the, the fantasy is just the trash talking and the, and the debating over things that really don't need to be debated, <laughs> but it's just hilarious to, to, to give each other a hard time. What's your team name in that league? Can um, we say it on air? It's Duck Butter. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Duck Butter? Yeah. I like no. that. Okay. No. Um, okay. I'm going to leave that to the imagination. I'm going to leave that to the imagination. Uh, if you know, you know. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and, 
<laughs> no better way to end on that. <laughs> uh, thank you to uh, PXG for making Rob Riggle available to us. Yes. Rob, good luck to your Chiefs. Oh, J- Connor and I are both picking the Chiefs. I like the yeah. Jay, <laughs> Jay took the Niners, but if yeah, it's, it's, it's worth noting, he also thought DeMar Hamlin's going to win Comeback Player of the Year. Yes. So Jay's running a bit cold. Yeah, bad Jay, juju right now. It's a tough saying for me, Rob. Where's your accent from? I'm Australian. Australian. Yeah. Okay. Well, that... You know, I understand. It, yeah. you're, you're not up to speed quite yet. Australians, we don't get it yet. Where we like Rock Purdy. Yeah, we like the Purdy fellow. Yeah, the 6 1 guy. Ah, the Purdy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I like it. Yeah, he went to high school with the Hemsworths. Yeah. Oh, Same one. Yeah. Yeah. I did a movie with Chris. He's an yeah. amazing guy. Yeah. He's very uh, sweet. Yeah, no, he's a good friend of mine. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we wish we had him on the show instead of Jay, but what are you going to do? Yeah, maybe That's awesome. All right. Thanks, guys. Thanks so much for joining us, man. Good luck to your Chiefs. Me and Matthew are rooting for him. Yeah, go Chiefs. Taking a break. CJ2K when we're back. All right, welcome back. The great guests continue as not only NFL legend, but of course, fantasy football legend Chris Johnson joins us now. I mean, Chris, we know all about the legendary 2009 season, over 2,500 scrimmage yards, an NFL record. What made that season so special? I mean, we go through fantasy every single year, but that one, it's just, it's in history forever. Ah, man, that that season, it was just crazy. Like, in that that season is really, um, let me know how big fantasy football was because like like a lot of people used to see me and stuff and like the first thing they would say is oh you won my fantasy league you won my fantasy league i'm like what that's all y'all care about like yeah so it's big in fantasy yeah we're we're a bunch of degenerates yes that is sadly all (laughs) we care about as well but uh you carried many of in addition to carrying the titans you carried many a fantasy team for uh for uh for many a year. Mm. I want to ask you a, a story. I don't know if the, if you remember this, if this is any true or whatever. Mm. But there was a game, I believe, in that year against uh, the Jaguars. It was uh-huh. a, I think it was a Monday night game. Uh-huh. Um, and you guys, I, so I think I have it the right, that it was a, it definitely was a Monday night game, and I think you guys were playing the Jaguars. But you guys were killing them. So Adam Schefter told me this story, and this is in my book. Adam Schefter told me this story that he was he was there for ESPN, uh-huh. and he said to you before the game something like, um, "Hey man, I got you in my fantasy team. Like I'm down. I need a big game from you tonight." <laughs> yeah. um, and uh, you were like, "I got you. It's okay." So and he he, to- he says he told you whatever he needed, <laughs> and so anyway, you guys are killing the Jaguars. Yeah, there's like two minutes left in the game. It's like I want to say it's like twenty four ten or something like that. Why on earth would Chris Johnson still be out there? But they came out for the offense, and uh, Adam says like maybe at halftime like he damned you like hey we're almost there or something <laughs> like that, and so you come out with two minutes left and you break off like a sixty yard touchdown yeah. to like yeah. just uh, uh, in the game. Do you remember that game? And is any of that true? Adam um, believes that somehow uh, you were like, okay, I got you. I'm going to go do this for my fantasy managers, including you, Adam. Yeah, I remember that game. I, the, um, the part before the game is for – yeah, I remember that. Um, he probably DM'd me, but I didn't check it at halftime. <laughs> right, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but the, the um, story behind that was actually – so that year um, we had been struggling a little bit in the yeah. running game or whatever like that. So that game, um, yes, I – real time like you wouldn't want me in in that game or anything like that but we was trying to work on our game and work on our running game and stuff like that so we was just getting reps in and I was still in late and I ended up breaking the long one yeah yeah Um, (laughs) really did Chris you opened a fantasy league up to fans this year Uh, how good was your time how'd you go um so I had three different leagues that I was in I ended up winning one of them and I lost the other two 
Okay. Yeah, well, that's good. That's a pretty good hit rate. That's a good hit rate. That is a good hit rate. That's better than either of these two guys. <laughs> yeah, okay. the, the, you wanna, Would you like to co-host the show with me instead of either one man, of these guys? Let's do it, man. All let's right. do it. Good. <laughs> Tough luck for us. <laughs> yeah, yeah, very good. Okay, Matthew. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, sorry, Jackie. You had a good run. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that was good. That was yeah. good. Two years. That was a good that two years. Yeah, uh, back, back to Australia for Jack. Chris, we're seeing so many guys coming to the league with great track and field backgrounds. Obviously something that you had. Even this year, I mean, you look at Devon A. Chan for the Dolphins was yeah. one of those guys in Dallas. What advantage does that have, and why is that working so well right now, especially in this era of football where the field just seems so much more spread out? Yeah, it's, it's definitely a plus. Like, if you're playing football, if you youth football, high school football, like, and you're not running track, you got to be crazy because where you're seeing where today's game is going is, it's like, like you said, so much open, open yeah. field and they passing the ball all around the field and things like that. And the number one goal is to create mismatches. So me versus like a 200-pound running back versus a 250-pound um, linebacker, that, that should be a mismatch all day. You know what I'm saying? So, like, if you're running track and you're a fast guy, like, once you touch the ball and you get in open space, you should be able to take that to the house. It feels like in this era, you actually might have been able to go for 3,000. Oh, Not man. even kidding. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's crazy. only two yeah, linebackers yeah. on the field in base defense all the time. Yeah. It's just totally different than what right. you saw. Not that long ago, but right. it just changed so quickly. Yeah, it would have been crazy because even with that, you going to like you going to defenses like you don't see three linebackers. You see two linebackers, our extra safety, our extra corner. So, like, yeah, in, that, in this type of game with that much space, if you would have gave me, it would have been crazy. Unfortunately, uh, that didn't happen. But we, even even in a uh, tougher era, you still put up massive yards. I want to go back to your fantasy league uh, that you were in, the, the league that you won. Do you remember who was on your team? Um, and did you ever have to do what Schefter did to you? Go up to one of these guys on your team and be like, I listen, <laughs> I need you. I need some fantasy points. I didn't do that. But one of the guys that was on my team that helped me out like towards the end in the playoff was Derrick Henry. Sure. He had that big game towards the end. Yep. Um, who else did I have? Against the Texans, I like that. Titans yeah. running back, keeping had, him in the family. I had HN okay. as well. Um, oh, and I had um, J- Jameer Gibbs. Oh, I sure. Jameer Gibbs. So yeah. I, I, I was in, uh, able to get all three of those on one team. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So both of my running backs and my flex guy. Yeah. So, yeah, it was it was crazy. Nice. Well, we've got a couple of uh, star running backs in the Super Bowl. Everyone knows how good Christian McCaffrey is. But right. uh, what do you think makes Isaiah Pacheco so unique? And why does he move his arms so much when he runs? Um, what makes him so unique, he's able to run the ball and catch the ball out of the backfield. You know what I'm saying? Like, you got Patrick Mahomes back there. They love to throw the ball all over the field. So, at the end of the day, like, everybody's focusing on, on Patrick on Kelsey and those guys and then to have a bruiser like him to be able to come through and run the ball like that, it's amazing for the offense. Um, as much as they want to throw the ball all over the field, you know you're still going to have to have some type of running game. So that makes it that makes it great. But when you talk about Christian McCaffrey, like hands down right now, he's, he's the best running back in the league. And um, there's it, no other back that's in the league right now that's doing what he's doing, like as far as in the running game, and in the passing game and able to stay on the field all three downs like right now he he took the he took the crown right now Chris you brought up Derrick Henry you guys obviously share being legendary Titans at the mm-hmm. running back position mm-hmm. is there anywhere you'd like to see him finish his career or even if it is in Tennessee uh if he was to leave Tennessee I would love for him to stay in Tennessee but 
we know that's probably not going to happen. Um, I think they're in rebuild mode right now. Yeah. But I would love to see Derrick um, with Lamar Jackson Ooh, at the Ravens. No. I would love to see that. Yeah, we would too. E- either there or um, I wouldn't be opposed to him going to um, Dallas. Yeah, those be- are the two. Yeah. Those are the two places I think that would be amazing. Because a lot of people thought that Tony Pollard was going to be able to come in and take over that every down role and be that guy, but it, it's just hard. Like once you get in it, you don't really know if a back can do it until they do it. So like. When Zeke was there, he helped them out a lot. But when Zeke left, I feel like that hurt him so much. So bringing Derrick Henry in, I think it will take the Cowboys' offense to a different level. I completely agree. Chris, is there a running back in the NFL? Like, you know, you know the position as well as anyone. We know the superstars. We know the Derrick Henrys. We know the Chris McCaffreys. Is there an under-the-radar running back that you, you noticed this year that, you know, us fantasy managers, including yourself, should be on the lookout for next season? Um... I don't think he's on the radar anymore. I got to go with HN. Like, coming yeah. in, everybody knew he was a fast guy, but, it, like, wasn't nobody picking him, like, in the top three right. rounds sure. or anything right. like that. He was a late-round pick. And I just think the type of offense that they're running over there in Miami, they using both of those guys back there, and they just throwing it all over the field, and they run the ball a lot as well. I think he's a guy that you can pick in the earlier rounds next year. Okay. Uh, Chris, can you tell us about your partnership uh, with Airbnb, who you're uh, here today courtesy of? Oh, well, I got um, I got a, not, not really a partnership, but I have a few Airbnbs down in Orlando yep. by Disney World. Sure. So a lot, of, a lot of people come down there and stay week, two weeks at a time and stuff like that. So ever in Orlando, like, you can check out my Airbnbs. Is there a lot of CJ2K memorabilia in these Airbnbs? Do we yeah, get to see crazy. some? Yeah, like, like if you actually check, it's on my Instagram. You check out the Airbnbs, like, it's, like, it's decked out, customized That's out. That's awesome. One of the houses is, like, a sports house. Like, I got, I got, like, real, like, player, like, signature helmets, signature jerseys, like, real authentic stuff in there, like, for people to see and stay in it and see when they go, go in there. That's awesome. Sounds pretty sick. Yeah. The great Chris Johnson, CJ2K. So glad to have you join us, man. Talk fantasy, talk NFL. We really appreciate it. Thank you. Thanks, Chris. Thank you. DraftKings Sportsbook is an official sports betting partner of the NFL. And for Super Bowl 58, new customers can bet $5 and win $200 in bonus bets instantly. Download the app and use the promo code Barry when you sign up. DraftKings Sportsbook. The crown is yours. Oh, man. It just keeps getting better and better. All right, let's take a look at the DraftKings Super Bowl props sheet. Yes, everything from the Gatorade color to first team to 10 points, the coin toss result. Yep. Jay, I know you uh, you are in love with these markets. Where are you leaning with here? I'm going with the team to score the longest touchdown market. Uh, and, and screw you guys, I'm taking the San Francisco 49ers. <laughs> you got damn right. Uh, I think that with the amount that... The Chiefs blitz. Purdy was the best quarterback in the NFL against the blitz this season. I think also in terms of their run defense, there's scope for McCaffrey to break a long run. So I think that the Niners, their weakness as a team is is run defense more than anything. And I, so if they if the Chiefs break a, a long touchdown, it may be on the ground with Pacheco. But uh, I lean Niners here, so give me the Niners. No, you, Matthew. Fair enough. So this one I don't understand, but it, player to throw the first interception, Mahomes or Purdy slash none. Feels like you know that the feel. Give me Purdy slash none. You know what I mean? Like I think the odds of uh, uh, you know the the odds of uh, Purdy throwing a pick I think are much greater than Mahomes. Like 
not only has Purdy thrown a decent amount of picks, but he's also had a number of throws in the playoffs that should have been picked off. Mahomes just doesn't make those kind of mistakes in big games here. So I, I feel actually very good about that one. I think Purdy throws the first interception. The unique thing about Mahomes, so everyone talks about how Mahomes goes to another level in the playoffs. The main way that that bears out statistically is he just doesn't turn the ball over that's in the right. playoffs. And that's the weird thing, like between interceptions, between like PFF's turnover-worthy plays, like he just goes down. So it just there seems to be something in his mind that clicks and any kind of careless element that might exist to some extent in the regular season just goes away. So yeah, I think it's a, that's a good bet. I'm going under five and a half touchdowns here, guys. We've seen through the playoffs, the Niners have gotten off to slow starts. The Chiefs didn't do anything in the second half last year. This isn't the run-and-gun Chiefs offense. They are completely content with a lead or even in a normal game script handing the ball off. I don't think that we'll get to six touchdowns in this game. Five even five is a lot. I mean, for yep. a Super Bowl, two teams feeling each other out. Um, listen, we got a couple minutes left here. It is our last show in Vegas. Yeah. What was your highlight of our very long week in Las Vegas? <laughs> What was the highlight? I, honestly, um, probably going to U2 it was at, awesome. the, at, at the Sphere with you guys. Like, I gave you guys and, and the crew behind the scenes a lot of grief yesterday just for, you know, for, for laughs. You know, we, honestly, we left you but, in the Sphere. Well, you guys left me in the But the truth of the matter is, is no, the, the, whole, uh, the whole night was amazing, and I really enjoyed all of it, including giving you guys crap and, you know, uh, the you know the walk back with uh, with Damien and, and Jeff and uh, JK James Kaminsky. So it was all anyway. That was just a really special night. Uh, yeah, it was. But both from the experience of the Sphere and you two, and also just getting to hang out with everyone here. Yep. NFL no, I, awards for you? Yeah, uh, the pilot's going to be getting in the Uber to the airport after what Hamlin did <laughs> last night. No, my highlight as well was the Sphere. I thought that was it's just an awesome venue. Um, you two as well. They delivered the goods. We talk about the venue all the time. Like it was also a very good performance from you two. Yeah, uh, Bono's voice is still uh, still cooking. So uh, that was the highlight for me. It's, I completely agree. If you've been watching with us all week, there's plenty more. While we've been off the air, we've been having a ton of great ge- uh, guests swing by. Go to the NFL on NBC YouTube channel. I didn't even know we had this beautiful graphic. This will help us a lot. The interviews this week that we had, Aiden O'Connell and Jacoby Myers uh, stopped by together. Of course, legendary Rich Gannon, Matt Ryan, plenty of fantasy-relevant players, all the way from DJ Moore to Dalton Kincaid. It was great. Nakua. Nakua was a blast. Uh, I know you guys had a great conversation with Baker Mayfield. It's going to be interesting to see what his free agency, what happens with that. Tony Pollard, Austin Eckler, bunch of guys max crosby was awesome yeah, yeah max very awesome. driven a very yeah. driven man max crosby yeah roma dunze will be a maybe top five pick now in the nfl draft so it's great getting an early conversation with rome so if you want to watch any our of conversation with kendrick Bourne. i didn't know what to expect i never he met seemed him like a him. lot of fun he was awesome he was you know really charismatic Right. Yeah. Became a fan of him after that interview. Also, Don King Kai tells a story about how he got beaten up by a kangaroo when he was a kid. Uh, yes, that was awesome. Is, uh, which was ridiculous, but that's hap- that happened, uh, and he talked about it. The fact that he heard your accent and just uh-huh. went right into that story yeah. really makes it that <laughs> yeah. good. Yeah. This is, the, uh, this, is the, this is the last show of the season. We'll do one more, I think, on Monday, right? A recap that'll be so. audio only. But in terms of, uh, in terms of you know, seeing our beautiful mugs, uh, I think this is the last one until uh, the Combine, until the NFL Combine. We'll be back. So it's been, uh, it's, been, uh, it's been awesome. Thank you to everyone that's tuned in and stayed with us throughout the year. Uh, for, uh, for Jay and Connor, producer Damien, producer Steven, producer Adam, producer Pete, everyone behind the scenes. Uh, Lawrence Jackson, Denny Carter, Roto Pat, all of everyone. So it's just been uh, 
It's been great. Now it's been our, awesome. Our yeah. director, Trisha, whole thing. Anyway, it's closing time. Again, you don't have to go home, but you can't stay here. So for the boys, I'm Matthew Barry, live from Vegas. Go Chiefs in the Super Bowl. Peace out.